Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by you, our patrons like Carrie Wright, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Will Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, this is Andy Goodson from back when this show was called Nobody's Listening, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Watch it! Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this sweet house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> <laughs> Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 336, brought to the week of April 2nd, 2020. I'm your host, James Kennison, deep within the quarantine, and my good friend is here. Hello, I'm John. I'm also deep within the quarantine, and I'm wondering one thing. Yeah. When, when, when was the last time we were called Nobody's Listening? How long ago was that? It's been a minute. It's been a little yeah. while. Well, that's awesome that he's still listening with us. So thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that story show for a good while. Yeah, we have. It, it's been years, actually, I think. But we we always appreciate our old fans yeah. and our new fans. Oh. We'll, we'll take all that we can get. Well, anyway, welcome back to the show, John. Thank you, sir. How's good your week? Be- Oh man, it's, you know, I, we moved into this house a couple weeks ago and I feel like I'm still moving into it. I don't know how long it's going to feel like that, but I feel like I'm still moving. <laughs> I hate it's moving. Crazy. It's the it worst. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. But Hey, here we are still happy to uh, be around and, uh, you know, yeah, jo- John, um, interesting tidbit. John is, uh, at, he, he, he records from his place of business. That and, is true. And his that place of business is without internet today. That is also true. And so he is routing everything, all his recording equipment through a hotspot on his phone. Yeah, it's crazy. It's working. And it is working. It's working pretty <laughs> darn good, actually. So I figured the people might get a, a, a little tickle out of hearing about that. So there yeah. we go. We always start well, with an open. Thankful for Apple. Yeah, thankful for Apple and um, thankful for... Uh, just a bandwidth just just enough just a little bit you know the the stuff that youtube's not taking and and uh, zoom.com or whatever it is 
You know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, whatever they're leaving us left over, we're thankful for it. Uh, we always start with an opening story. This one is called The Haunted Keychain. She mm-hmm. says, uh, Victoria Davis says, I was currently working on an embarrassing story to send to you guys, but then something happened. I was sitting here working, minding my own business, when my second monitor of my computer started to flash. So mm-hmm. I find my IT guy, and he does some things, and he moves some wires or whatever, and he says to call him if it happens again. Well, one of the ladies I work with, her name's Ariel, jokingly stated that it would be my keychain haunting me. You see, I was given this keychain for Christmas by my step-grandmother. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> by my, let me, let me change this a little bit. Evil step-grandmother. <laughs> there we go. There's no other kind. How, how can you have a Evil step-grandmother? step-grandmother. <laughs> Well, if it, she gave her a haunted keychain, I guess she would be yeah. evil, huh? So, so this. Yeah. Let me read that again. I, this was given me for Christmas by my evil step grandmother. It's a picture of me and my evil step grandmother's sister, what? Who had just passed away. <gasps> oh, that's weird. That's wicked weird. Behind the picture, the picture is it gets weirder. It gets weirder. the The picture behind is a little piece of fabric. Behind the picture. Is a fabric. Okay. Supposedly, the fabric is cut from the gown that the auntie had died in. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Why would you give this away to anybody? Why? Because <laughs> you're an evil step grandmother. <laughs> so there's the, one of her eyelashes. So yeah, the, yeah. Here's a, here's a, a vial of her saliva. It was dribbling from her cheek as she took her da- last breath there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. <laughs> just, oh, man. Just, just have that. Wear it around your neck. It'll keep the demons off. Um, so the joke was that she was haunting me here because I felt too creepy to take it home. <laughs> she she doesn't want the keychain. She leaves it at work. Oh, so, so a few days later, both my screens start flashing and beeping. Oh, no. I... I <laughs> I stood up immediately to get my IT guy and, and my my coworker Ariel screams, I wasn't trying to offend you, auntie. <laughs> and both screens stopped. Oh, no. It was totally freaky, and we thought it was hilarious. Oh, Hope goodness. you guys do, too. P.S. Prayers are welcomed. And if you want, I can send you the keychain. No, do not. We have enough trouble with our internet. Yeah. Uh, we don't need... I don't need my monitors flashing with your demon-possessed keychain. She says, I feel too bad to throw it away, and I'm not sure what to do with it. You need to burn it with fire, Victoria. (laughs) Have that thing exercised. Exercise it. You need to bury it in cotton cloth in the backyard, sprinkle holy water on it. Yep. You need to do something. Because that evil step-grandmother of yours, why would a step-grandma... Send a picture of her sister with her dead fabric. Ah, there's so much wrong. Maybe, you know, we hold on to memories in different ways. And yeah, the death burial thing, that's kind of (laughs) weird. The fabric from her. I don't know. That's it sounds like it's part of some sort of, of uh, demonic practice. That's all I'm going to say. It's a, (laughs) it's a Wiccan thing. Yeah. 
And I know the Wiccans are going to be mad at me now. They're going to be like, we're not demon lovers, you know. But, yeah, well, some people are. And and oh. and this sounds like something they would do. So there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, let's do some uh, rewinding of the week. Rewinding. All right, I'll, I'll go first because mine's actually pretty decent this week. Um, okay. My wife, she uh, she she had me uh, shave down the dogs the other day. I, I, I do my own dog care grooming. Yeah. You know, I have um, three different sizes of clippers and I have the clipper or the clipper guards, you know, and I You're have a licensed dog groomist. Yes. I, and, and it, it's yeah. a big pain in the butt, but it saves us hundreds of dollars a year, you know, yeah. just, uh, me doing it myself, but I am awfully, awfully lazy with it sometimes. And the dogs get overgrown. <laughs> and so by the time I, I shave them down, there is enough dog hair to make a whole dog. If you wanted to, <laughs> so that's, that's the prequel. Here's, here's what happens. My wife goes out to the dumpster and she's like, oh my gosh, ja James scared me to death. The dog hair in the trash can made me think a dog was in the trash. <laughs> and she says, the only reason why I think it did that is because it's really obvious to me that somebody broke open our trash bag and pulled out the hair from inside the trash bag Probably oh. assuming they were saving a, a puppy from from death. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so somebody had gone. One of the, my hipster neighbors had, had had gone into the dumpster, seen this dog hair in my trash, and torn it open, and and then tried to wow. pull a living animal from it, and uh, turn out. Don't worry, I'll save you, doggy. Yeah. So. Um, what I'm going to do is take some of that dog hair. I'm going to put it behind a picture of John <laughs> with my dog and I'm going to put it in a keychain and, uh, mm, send not, it to our listeners. Yes. Uh, give it, give it to our top patrons. And, give it uh, to no, the only problem is nobody's dead, but, but no. we'll just take that dead dog hair that, that the are hair. in the spirit of the dog that was in the trash that was never there. Yeah. Would would something in your carpets? Yeah, your carpets will all of a sudden be wet, and uh, yes, you'll wake up and step in dog stuff yeah. in the morning. And you'll 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 be there, and you're sleeping, and you're happy, and you'll hear a yeah. bark at the back door, and a little scratch, yeah. scratch, and you wake up, and you're like, I don't have a dog. Yeah, and, and yeah. Then, then you go down there, and it's just this keychain laying by the back door. Right, and and when you look in the mirror, you'll see my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to flush the toilet and it'll go and everybody will think <laughs> wait i don't know how that works i don't either but <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with that <laughs> well anyway i just thought it was hilarious that somebody thought they were saving an animal and it turned out it was just it was nasty old dog hair so that that story sounds familiar have you told that no did i hear did you tell me that story no like I'm having serious deja vu or something. No, maybe you're getting, maybe your bandwidth is better on your end than mine, and you're hearing it Man. before I say it. I don't know. I maybe so. I maybe I'm you're high. Cool. I don't know. Might be. It's been a <laughs> long week, have and you, it's only Thursday. Have you done anything recreational that I should know about, John? No. Okay. All right. No. But no, I've never told that story. I I know I've probably told stories about dog hair. 
um before because you know it's it's like a thing i you have regularly have and they have hair and i cut it but you know huh. no, no um the only other thing i want to talk about is narthex con hopefully still happening on june 20th haven't changed the date haven't changed our minds um huh? it's an awesome 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 experience where you could come and, and hang out with other uh you know cast people Mm-hmm. Um, we call them podcast people here on the show. So you can come hang out with the podcast people and, um, meet John and meet myself and my family and, and, uh, just we'll record some live shows and we'll do some Q and a sessions and we'll, uh, have some giveaways and stuff like that. And it'll be yeah. awesome. Um, it will be. And, and we might even practice social distancing then. Yes. Yeah. Who knows if we have to, if we have to, uh, but, but, my hope, my sincerest hope, is that the whole thing's all done and over with by then. That that would yeah. be obviously we're not going to do anything if if we can't. But um, right. June is still way far away. So it's a couple months. Yeah, we. I mean, what today's the second of April. So yeah, yeah, all of April, all of May, and most of June. So we'll see. We'll see. But that I have optimistic hopes yes that's the plan is for us to be free and traveling the country again by june yeah. 20th and uh there we go so anyway what, what's been going on in your week john well let me tell you i i've i'm gonna give you a, an update of my living situation okay um so when we moved into this house it, obviously you have to establish utilities and stuff and we're moving over to gas uh, like out in the country where we've moved, they don't have natural gas. Um, it's it's liquid propane. All right. Do you have a and, tank in uh, the backyard, so or do you? I, I do now. Oh, actually, it's a buried tank. They buried it in the side yard. Daggum. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to get fancy. See, don't want <laughs> nobody seeing my tank. And um, so we buried it. But it, they came and they like last week they came and they filled it. They they buried it and then they filled it. And apparently that's to keep it from floating or whatever. I don't know how it floats in underneath the ground, but wow. whatever. Um, and I'm like, and they sent me a bill for the gas. I'm like, you didn't hook it up to the, you didn't hook it up to the house. Ah! I had to pay, <laughs> had to pay my power to, to go ahead and run the lines and all that stuff. And they didn't hook it up. And so finally they came out, I think on Tuesday and they, they hooked it up and, and I'm 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 happy to say this. I finally have gas. Oh, John! John without yeah. gas is like I don't know a bird without a song, right? <laughs> it's like a, a an ocean without a shore. It's like a flute without a toot, man. I don't know. It, it's just <laughs> it's like a dog without a bark. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on all day with that. But... John needs his noisemaker, and uh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you have gas. John, oh, and I can cook. Well, um, I, America, I my, John has gas. Everybody, I, I, let's celebrate. He's had gas ever since I've known him, but um, apparently he was, you know, he was out for a little while there. So, well, it, it's I, I have it. It's supplying to the house now, but my stove doesn't isn't hooked up yet because I have to wait for somebody to hook that up. And oh goodness, my my tankless water heater that we you know, the old water here that was in the house is about to die. So I went ahead and went with a, one of those tankless ones Yeah, and um, it's not hooked up either. So you're I mean, not, I got gas, but I can't use it. You're not sharing this house with another family, are you? 
No. Okay. Okay. Why? I was no, just, it just seems like a lot of things are going wrong and a lot of oh. things that need to be done. I just didn't know how, how scaled back you had become, you know, if you were well, living in a yeah. multifamily home, I, I didn't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we, we, we subtracted a bedroom. Uh-huh. So we were in a four bedroom, three, two and a half bath. And now we're in a three bedroom, one bath. How's that working out for you? One bathroom. Hey, so far, so good. Well, you I got mean, two boys. Yep. And we got trees in the backyard. So, <laughs> and they get used. Let me just tell you. No. <laughs> hey, when you got to. You're in the country. Walk. I forgot. It's a, it's yeah, allowed. We're in the country. You can't do that in your neighborhood. No way. Right. People do it though, boy. Buildings, alleyways. Oh, no. They don't care. Freaking. I, I'll be going for a walk with the, with the family at night. And I'm like, come on, man. Sorry. You know, it's like, well, you're not sorry. <laughs> you're finishing. You know, if you're sorry, you crimp it off and go on, zip it up and get out of here. Jump in your <laughs> car and go. You're peeing yeah. on somebody's house. I know it looks like Wait, a building, they, but. They drove? Yes. I mean, people will get out of their car and do that? Yes. What is wrong with you St. Louis people? I, I don't know. Sometimes me and my wife literally look at each other and like we're like, why do we live here? Why, why do you want to move out of the County? No, absolutely not. But why do we live here? I don't know. There there's far many downs things than there are positives. You know, if we made a list, it would, it would be like all the negative things would be on one side and no, no, no positives. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess dumpsters are nice. It is nice to have a giant dumpster in the backyard or the back of the alleyway. You don't ever have to worry about running out of trash cans. But, That's a good point. Right? Yeah. But anyway, um, I wanted to thank a few patrons real quick. Aaron Huey edited their pledge from uh, his pledge from $8 to $10. Oh. John Freeman edited from $4 to $10 a month. And uh, Mila Allen went from 8 to 10 So I appreciate yeah. that. And I, I think I've thanked these guys before, but it, it bears repeating if I haven't. Maddie Cruz and Chris Tipton, I had you on the list still as uh, brand new patrons for $5 each. And, and I thank you for your first month of patronage. Um, and and that's it. If you'd like to become a supporter of this uh, somewhat uh, silly podcast, um, you can do that over at patreon.com slash that story show. That would be great. Uh, we do have a couple of iTunes reviews. One is from Raccoon seventy seventy nine. He says, "Good show. It's nice to hear a show with no cursing in it." Well, good because it sounded yeah. like John was going to curse when he was talking about not having gas and <laughs> internet and stuff. But I moving. feel like it sometimes. Raka 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 raka. Um, he <laughs> book dragon witch says hilarious. Though I'm still in high school, I occasionally get random jobs that are fairly monotonous and I don't require, they don't require much of my attention. That, that story show is a great way to pass the time. If they haven't done so before, it'd be cool to have James and John do a Harry Potter knowledge quiz or Uh-oh. do a quiz to see which Harry Potter house they're in. And, and that's an interesting problem, isn't it, John? Yeah. Cause who would win in a, in a quiz between me and you and Harry Potter? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> Can I use Google? Exactly. Uh, yeah, John knows nothing about Harry Potter there. Uh, I know so. a little bit, a little tiny bit. A little tiny bit, but n- he well, didn't know much. 
I'd like to know which house I'm in, though. Yeah, we could do that sometime. I'd love to know. I, I already I'm... know what house I'm in. I'm in Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor guy. Gryffindor. And do too... you get to choose that, or did the hat do that for the you? The hat does it, but um, my, my hat always chooses Gryffindor, and um, and it just fits my personality. So, I'm a... Is Hufflepuff one of them? Yeah, I, I think you would be a Hufflepuff. Really? Okay, Honestly, that's a funny name. You're super nice, and you're probably good at finding things. So, you would not be a Slytherin. Um, no. My wife would probably be a Ravenclaw. She's huh. she's all smart and stuff. So you know, it 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 they surprise you sometimes and stick you in weird houses. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've always wondered because it seems like the Slytherin house is it's just full of a bunch of punks. Yeah. And I'm just wondering why they don't just vote that house off the island. I know. They, I they, know. they got to put the crafty one somewhere, you know? Uh, and uh, the blonde-headed kids got to go somewhere. Toeheads. Yeah, right. So <laughs> Put all the Aryans over there. Put <laughs> <laughs> your Slytherins. Oh, man. Uh, so let's, uh, let's do what we do, and let's tell some uh, listener stories real quick. All right, this one's called Jeans Juke. It's uh, from Nate from Massachusetts. He says, I've never been a morning person, but it was chronically bad when I was middle school and high school. I would truly be awake. I wouldn't truly be awake until I was a good amount of the way to school already. One morning, my dad dropped me off after I had missed the bus, and the drop-off area was ridiculously far away from the school entrance, so... I exited the car bleary-eyed and the cold New England winter began to smack me awake and my hands hurt under the icy wind. So I went to Mm. stick them in my jean pockets, but they didn't seem to be there. I felt a kind of a seam though, and I adjusted my hands forward to where that seam led. And I was like, that's an odd placement for pockets, I thought to myself. And I looked down and I realized that they were the butt pockets that I had just put my (laughs) jeans on backwards. What? That's impossible. I don't know. I don't know. I, I had no recollection of putting on my jeans at all, and especially buttoning and zipping wow. them in the back. But alas, there I was. I rushed in and ran to the bathroom to fix them before anyone noticed, thankfully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I've still felt pretty stupid. Nate from Massachusetts. He says, P.S. Maybe there should be a segment called Bless Your Heart where you people send in stories of stupid things they've done. Since bless your heart is the Christian way of say saying you're an idiot. Now it's not true that it's not the Christian way. It's the Southern way, and it's that's uh, right. Yeah, and it's a Southern way of saying you're an idiot. So bless your heart. Bless your heart. I locked my keys in my car. Well, bless your heart. Yeah, it's a Southern. I got my and I got my my shirt stuck in a blender. Oh, bless your heart. I put my pants on backwards. Bless your. Heart. Bless your heart. It would be a good segment. Yeah, it would be. Send your bless your heart stories to us today. That's right. That's right. Bless that, your heart. That story show at gmail.com. Send them in. Do it. Do it mm-hmm. now. Do it immediately. Hey, I got a story here. Is this for me? Yeah. We take turns oh. usually. So. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this story. It comes from us from Asher Combs. And uh, it's sent from his dining room, or sent from their dining room table. I don't know Asher's gender yet. So let's see. Hardcore Grandpa. Hi, James and John. I have a quick, oh, come on. Gore story? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. 
You got to trust just, me. I wouldn't have let it through if it was too bad. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Especially uh, now I, that I just, we have a, a second podcast that we run for patrons <laughs> where I can put all the that stories that don't belong on the show. So. Don't belong. Gotcha. See, I, somebody was telling me uh, they went to help one of one of our church people today and, and he's He's like, and I was like, how's she doing? You know? And he's like, oh yeah, she's doing good. He says, you want to see a picture? I'm like, nope, I don't. Mm. I don't because I knew coming from him, it was going to be a gross picture of probably a wound or something. Ugh. When, when, when they say she's healing nicely, you want to see a picture? The answer for me is always going to be no. no. So yeah. I'm always kind of on the edge now. Makes sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. So, hi, James and Johns. I have a quick gore story for you. I shall now tell it to you. Many years ago, I don't actually know when, my grandfather acquired a hernia. How do you how do you acquire a hernia? I don't know. What's a grandfather? Did I say grandfather? I'm sorry. <laughs> my grandfather acquired a hernia. I think it's more witchcraft stuff, John. What are you pulling, man? First, I was speaking in tongues, man. <laughs> grandfather. Right off. Grandfather, <laughs> he, he acquired a hernia. He's just he's just roundabout in a roundabout way. He just you know we went into the store. He was looking at stuff. He didn't yeah. know didn't know what he wanted. Sir, can I help you find anything? No, I'm just yeah. looking around, you know. And then sort of kind of just acquired a hernia. I, I I'm going to go home with this thing here. It looks like fun. Yeah. A hernia. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Did you pick that up? No, no. I just acquired I just it. Acquired it somehow. Somebody donated it to me. I guess. Yeah. Well, because he was a vet, he had dealt with hernias many times before on the animals. Okay, so animals get them too. Wow. So he did his own hernia surgery. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? What are you, be kidding. What are you thinking, know. Grandpa? Grandfire? Okay. So I know what a hernia is. It's basically a weak you know, spot in your muscles where you're your intestines or something will start to poke through or yeah. something like that. I think. Yeah. So yeah, it's supposed to be Do pretty bad. Hernia surgery. I, okay. Okay. That's just grossing me out. And while he was doing it, grandma was running the front desk. Oh wait. Okay. 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 I see when I said red vet, I was thinking like a veteran. Oh, uh, Oh no, okay, no. So he's he, a veterinarian. Yeah. Yeah. A veterinarian, not a vet veteran. Like, you know, God bless our vets. Okay, so he was a, an animal doctor. Right, right. And he had done many surgeries. Okay, so he was going <laughs> to take care of his own hernia surgery that he had acquired. And while he was doing it, Grandma was running front desk. Yes, the whole vet clinic was run by just the two of them. 
one of their police officer friends, it's a rural town and everybody knows everybody, came in needing to talk with Grandpa. So he asks where Grandpa is and Grandma says he's on the surgery table <laughs> and might not want to go in there, though. But the tough cop says, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> Sadly, it took him less than two seconds to come back out. Yes, that cop, though I'm sure he is quite tough, was humbled by that old man's open belly. <laughs> I did not pre-read the story. No, obviously. and there's, this is a reason why you have to. You have to prepare yourself. Okay. All right. He, he, thank you, Asher, for hoping that we cringe. I did. I now have a mental image of your grandpa up on a operating table taking care of his own hernia oh. <laughs> well, how would you do that you mirrors i guess i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna even imagine it it would be nice uh, though i i like diy stuff i love looking at mm. something in my house well i don't like it to see it as broken obviously but <laughs> i but i do find it uh, a satisfying feeling in my soul when i see something and i'm like you know what that's gonna be a breeze to fix. And that must've been what grandpa was feeling. He's like, he acquired his hernia, right? He acquired yeah. it. And he's like, Oh, this hernia. This thing hurts like grandfather. Oh, um, <laughs> he says, <laughs> and he's like, but dadgummit, this is going to be great because I'm a vet, both of foreign wars mm. and a fixer of animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be able to take care of this thing because I'm oh, tough geez. and I know my way around a gut. You know? oh. So, uh, it just, uh, it's a money saving thing. Really? Jeez. Oh, I just can't, I got to sit down. I just, you just hope that no, no, uh, animal emergencies came in, you know, clear the table. We're bringing in a horse. Oh, he's got hor horrible cartilage dysfunction. I don't know what horses have, but. Uh, cartilage dysfunction sounded good. It does sound good. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So Asher comes from some pretty, uh, some rugged, tough stock. Is what I know saying. that's hardcore. Let me just that's say this though, as a as a customer service announcement, if you have a hernia, do not try to fix it yourself. No, don't don't do it. Just. Go to the professionals. Unless you have a mystical keychain that someone has given you that, that <laughs> wards off evil. Stop. <laughs> All right. We got a voicemail from Wayne. It's called Mom's Up, and it goes like this. Hey, James and John. This is Wayne from Thailand. Just wanted to tell you a story from my counselor at a youth camp activity type thing here in Southeast Asia. Uh, he's uh, The counselor was American, by the way, not Asian. And uh, he told the story about when he was in college, uh, he, uh, his girlfriend actually invited him to go to her house and then they would, uh, in the night, they would go out onto the lawn and they would be able to talk and all that, but the mother would be asleep, supposedly. Mm -hmm. So uh, he goes there and then he's waiting outside, but then his girlfriend isn't there, but his mom is because <laughs> she went down to get a glass of water. Uh -huh. And so she sees him. She doesn't know who he is, and so she calls the police. Yep. So then uh, he runs into the shed, and then the police uh, come out, and one of the officers looks into the shed with a flashlight, and uh, but he was hiding behind a barrel, so the officer <laughs> couldn't see him. And so the police officers leave, and uh, 
then he is like, you know, sitting down there shivering for 10 minutes and then he comes out and looks both ways. He runs back to his truck and then he turns into a bat and flies away. <laughs> anyway, he didn't turn into a bat. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's just a cool story I wanted to tell you. Bye. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's better than it sounds because I love this because it's, it's a Christian way of sneaking out of the house. It's that's what it is. It's this little Christian girl, and she's like, "I'm bad, but I'm not that bad." So yeah. I'm gonna call my boyfriend over to the house, and we'll sit on the front lawn, and we'll be talking all secret while my mm-hmm. mom's upstairs asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a foolproof plan. There's nothing yeah. that could go wrong unless mom doesn't go to bed on time, and then Uh-oh. you're then you're busted. So. <laughs> Did you did you ever sneak out of your house when you were no younger? Never. No. Never. I did. didn't have any need to. I mean, they, I never just... needed to. I was. I was. I. I would. Ha- I. I don't know. I don't know. I probably would have never even thought of it. I. There was. There was never a time where I was even tempted. I guess. Yeah. So when I, I was sixteen, I had some some friends over. We slept in the backyard. And then we took a, a walk around the neighborhood in like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. So that that's probably the closest thing we ever did. Yeah. I no, never did. No, I mean, I, my mom uh, gave me a, a curfew, you know, and I had to be home by then. Uh, but no, there was there was no sneaking out. What do you, you know, there's nothing good that you would be doing. No, you can't be up to anything good when you're doing that. When you're sneaking, sneaking out. I had a per, I had a window and everything. I guess I could have done it, but there, there were bushes right outside the window too. So uh, I recently looked up my house on Google Maps. Uh, is the, it still there? It, it, it is there. The bushes are gone though. Oh. So nowadays at 47, if I wanted to sneak out of the house, first of all, I'd have to break in because <laughs> it's not our house anymore. And then I would have to then sneak back out. That would be crazy. But it would be easier because there's no bushes. The bushes had a shelf life of uh, probably another 10 years after we lived there, and then that was it. I didn't think bushes died. It was weird to to look it up and see that there were no bushes in front of the house. Hmm. Weird, weird deal. That's um, kind of strange. Anyway, this one's called Peanut Pop, and it's, uh, it's, called, it's from TJ the Ginger. So uh, it goes like this. Uh, Hi, James and John. I'm a 14-year-old high school college student from... Wait, what? uh, It's what it says. High school school slash college student at 14 uh, from New New Branfels, Texas. I I hope I said that right. Bronfels? I don't know. Bronfels? Yeah. Yeah. It says, boy, do I have a story to tell you. I must have... I must have been no older than six or five, and my family and I had three dogs. We had Monty, who was a Jack Russell Terrier, Buster, a full-grown pit bull, and a small chihuahua named Peanut. So, well, um, Peanut. Yeah, Peanut. Well, we were a lazy family, and we would leave the window next to the back door open for the dogs to go into the backyard and back inside whenever they wanted. Well... One day it was raining and we had the window closed so water wouldn't get in the house. So we let the dogs out because they were being needy. Like, hey, we, we, we need to go. So, yeah, come on. So they go outside and they do their business. 
But then we opened the door for them, and that's when Monty and Buster walked in. But where is Peanut? Well, we figured she was still walking mm. around the backyard doing her stuff, so we shut the door, and we wait for her to scratch at the door. Well, not five minutes later, we hear this big thump, and we turn, and we see Peanut's head fly backwards from the outside of the window. <laughs> Oh. And in the moment that it happened, my mom, my stepdad, and I all said in unison, what the heck? What we figured out what had happened was Peanut thought the window was open. <laughs> she went to jump into the house through the window, and she oh, hit man. her head on the way in. So, funk. Oh, good. So, uh, when we figured out what had happened, we laughed for five minutes straight. And I hope, <laughs> I hope this makes it on the show. Keep on doing what you're doing. You are a godsend. Bless you guys. Thank you, TJ the Ginger. So Thank you, uh, TJ the Ginger. That's awesome. I love it when animals do stupid human things, you uh, know? Oh, uh, my like run into doors. My animals are awesome. about to get on my nerves. You 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 have a cat, right? I do. And yeah. she's getting on my nerves. She's being I'm just living here with them and I've got the whole family here at the house. And yeah. I usually, me and the dogs have a life together. We do. I always am home. Um, you know, the kids usually go to school. Jen's usually at work. Uh, big dog Moffat can go wherever he wants in the house. He, he'll he let me know by barking when he needs to go out. He is completely mature and grown and everything. And then there's Leia, who I hate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Leia stays in her pen Except for every two hours, I, I will get up and I will go and take her out and let her do her business, see if she needs some water or something. And then I put her back in her pen until, just just during the day cycle um, until the kids get home from school, you know, around three or whatever. And then she's free because she's got people to watch her. But now she she's out all the time because no one knows our, our program. And the dog gets in trouble every single minute of every single day and does something bad. And mostly um, the kids are out in the backyard playing on the trampoline and the dumb dog's out in the backyard with him because he wants to go out. She wants to go outside, but all she does is bark at everybody. And we are in the city. There's always other people walking by. It's like, yeah. you need to get used to it, city dog. But no, city dog's got to bark at every stupid person that goes up and down the stairs next door. Or, or uh, you know, through the alley or whatever. Somebody digging through our trash looking for a fresh dog to eat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But I'm, I'm just kind of blasting here a little bit about this dumb, stupid dog. Because um, I I I get to where I get sick of her. Because they, they, they let her in. She'll scratch to go out. And then she starts barking. And everybody, nobody tracks with this dog. Nobody's realizing, oh, there's a cycle. It's only me. I'm like, don't let her out. Don't let, quit letting her out. And so I, I locked her up in her pen. And I know I sound like a crappy old man, crapping about crappy You're old so man mean. things. But dadgummit, the dog is, is, is wicked. All she wants to do is bark at people. And she's got all these suckers that, that are just so involved in whatever they're doing that they don't realize her plan. And her wicked evil plan is to get outside to bark at people. And, um... So anyway, maybe that would have been better on GOK, Gospel of Kennison. If you don't know what GOK is, you should listen to Gospel of Kennison. It is me ranting about stuff like my dog. <laughs> it's at com. So I rant, I rant about a lot of things, not just animals. So you should check out my personal audio journal, 
um, gokcast at gmail.com. So there we go. Uh, this was a, this is a voicemail we got. It's um, called Miserable Hike from Eugene, Oregon. It goes like this. Hey, James and Jay. It's me, Jude from Eugene, Oregon again. Um, I had a story that happened last spring. Um, my family really likes to go on hikes and stuff, um, walks in the woods and stuff, because we live out in the country, and we got a lot of forests and stuff and so we'll walk in the woods and stuff but we go so much and um last year we i was hiking and we have this creek right by the trail that we were walking on and i was so so sick of walking i said you know what i'm just gonna hang back here for a minute so so here's the story here's the story so far is this kid has this wilderness that he lives in, you know, and, and my, meanwhile, my, my kids have a posted stamp size backyard with a trampoline in it. And that's all. Yeah. Uh, and, and he hikes so much in this forest wonderland that he hates it. <laughs> yes. Probably the same the way my kids hate the trampoline. Um, right. You know. It's the only thing we have. He has a creek he can walk next to in his house. Hmm. It's crazy, but it's just the way kids are wired, man. Yeah. It's always greener. It's always greener. Somebody else's pond, right? Like, yeah. I'm sure your kids come running in from the backyard. He peed on my tree, you know, get, get his own tree, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, happens. They, would, uh, they would fight over that. I'm sure. <laughs> Here you go. Let's finish it up. And I'm going to go check out the creek. And I walked down there, and it, it was so cold because out here in Oregon in the spring, it's raining. It's all cold. But mm. basically, um, I was sick and tired of walking, so I jumped into um, the stream. <laughs> and it's pretty shallow, you know? Okay, so <laughs> just to recap. Oops. Tired of walking. I'm tired of walking. So therefore, my my middle school brain says, let's do something that would make it easier. Let's do something that would be nice and, and calming, like maybe sit down, put our feet up, take our shoes off. I don't know, relax a little bit. No, no. I'm going to jump both feet into a stream. I don't know. Does that make sense to you, John? I mean... Yeah, if I was in middle school, that if would were, sound like a If you a were great one of these, idea. yeah. Um, uh, um, Dang it! <laughs> move out of the way, stupid. Okay, middle school drama. Here we go. So bored. But I'm gonna was, jump in a creek. That was my mistake because was my mom, mistake. my mom, uh, told me that I had to keep walking. Uh-huh. I couldn't go back to get warm, so I had to walk uh-huh. the entire uh, rest of the hike and walk. Soaking wet and freezing. Hope it makes it on the show. (laughs) Oh, by the way, the story of the name of the story is called Miserable Hike. Well, thank you for naming it for me, so we didn't have to. Self-titled Miserable Hike. Yeah, I would have called it Go Jump in a Creek. Yeah, I don't know. He was miserable to start with. You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's my whole point: is the logic of middle schoolers is way flawed. It's like Mm. again, what? Wouldn't you imagine if you're on a hot, beautiful hike, you're going past a creek and you're tired of walking, wouldn't you just find a nice rock to sit on for a little while? Maybe get a little blade of grass between your teeth and just kick back and maybe take your shoes off and put them in the stream, not the shoes, but your feet in the stream and just kind of yeah. kick back and forth a little bit. I don't know. 
Maybe it's too cold for that. So you just sit there and maybe throw some rocks in or something. You know, you just relax. But no, no, I'm just going to go head first into the stream and uh, jump in here. And then my mom tells me that I can't go back to the house. I so so now I'm screwed. I, I'm I don't know. But mommy, I'm so wet. That's your own dang fault. Get your butt <laughs> up here. <laughs> we didn't clear this land for you to go inside. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we got an LBB. Uh-oh. So tell us all about it, John. I'm, I'm going to tell you this comes to us from Tallulah Smith from Los Angeles, California. Hi, James and John. I have an LBB story for you. So I was walking my dog, Bonita, and I decided to go to this grass field so she could just wander around on, off of the leash. Hold on. Hold on. The dog's name is Bonita. 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 What did I, did I say something wrong? No, it's just funny. That's a human name. Bonita. And that's what white people isn't that, isn't that like a that's what white people Spanish do word? is they name their dogs human names. I've done it. My dog's Moffat, Stephen Moffat and, and Leia from a character on Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's just what white people do. It's just Bonita is a very fancy name for a dog. But anyway, go ahead. I I think it's Spanish for, for pretty. Pretty or beautiful or something. Yeah. Because I remember the song that Madonna sang, La Isla Bonita. Remember that song? I I, I don't, but it, okay. it sounded good. I want you to continue to sing it as much I, as you know. A tropically island breeze, something, 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 something. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. Goes through my eyes, la isla bonita. <laughs> the beautiful oh. island, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. Anyway, where, where she's talking about this dog that's yeah. named Bonita. I don't like dogs, and one's named Bonita. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. So she, uh, Tallulah, decided to let the dog wander around off the leash. Before I continue, you need to know that my dog is an old, tiny <laughs> Chihuahua mix who gets spooked really, really easily. Bonita. Bonita. He's an old Such dog. Such a beautiful dog. It's a beautiful Chihuahua mix. <laughs> it's a Mexican dog. He's falling apart. His his legs are atrophied. <laughs> but she is bonita. <laughs> Back in the day when she was a young pup, she probably was quite the bonita. Yeah. Now she's she's a bone eater. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I was about to un- unclip her leash when this giant Great Dane ran straight at her. <laughs> Great Danes are huge, especially compared to a Chihuahua. That's why they have, that's why they call them great. Because yes. yeah, they're not because they're awesome. Because they're, they're great. They're still a dog, but uh, <laughs> they're, they're just big. They have a they have a, a, a lesser cousin than they're the not so great Dane. Yeah, but this was a great Dane. The so so Danes. <laughs> the so so Dane. <laughs> so so Bonita, she freaked out and she tried to run away, but. I held on to her as tight as I could. The owner of this other dog came over and said, oh, it's fine. He's really friendly. Gosh, that's every single dog owner in St. Louis. Yeah. I'm telling you, this dog's coming at you with teeth. And <laughs> oh, he's just loving on you. He's just nervous. He's just something. He's just he's my perfect beautiful. dog. You know, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, no. So the... He, oh, sorry. So in her head, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, friendly enough to make Bonita run for the hill. <laughs> yeah. 
The owner, realizing that her dog was scaring my dog, put his leash back on. And despite the whole social distancing, six feet away thing because of the coronavirus, she did that weird thing where she apologized. When she apologized, she leaned in about four inches from my face. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry about your. My dog is so friendly, but it, I don't know. It's your little Bonita dog. Yeah, it's got to be your dog's fault because my dog is perfect in every way. Dog's an aggressor. She is great. She is a great dog. Aha. So, my LBB of the week is anyone who ignores social distancing. I think it should also be anyone who takes their dog off a leash when they're not supposed to. And and that's what that's the vibe I'm getting here. Is in St. Louis you're not supposed to have dogs off their leash and it happens all the time. And that's what mm. I'm talking about. These giant dogs come barreling at you in the night and you don't even know. You're like, is this is this where I'm going to die? Is this really Seriously, where I'm going to get maimed, and and they're like, no, don't worry about it. Bonita <laughs> is dog. friendly. She's friendly. She's just getting to know you as she's standing with her arms on your shoulders, with her face in your face. This giant dog trying to get to know you. Anyway, th- <laughs> thanks to Lula Smith from Los Angeles for that yeah. story. It was a little triggery for me, though, if you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. I'm, on, I'm like on a dog war path tonight. I don't know what it is. Yeah, this the, some doggone show we got here. Uh, no, no, no animals were loved in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they were Except not by little tiny fish. They were not harmed, but they were not loved either. So uh, this is uh, Star Wars homeschool style. So where does your son go to school? Oh, All right, Ho- Hope Trink Trinkler. What a cool last name, Trinkler. Hope Trinkler. Hope Trinkler. She, she's waiting to get married, man. She's just waiting. She's homeschooled. She, as soon as she turns 14, her dad's signing the papers. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, no. Just, no. Yeah, it's homeschooled life, man. No, she's not going to turn 14. <laughs> There's an arranged marriage. No, no, no. They. I had a friend who was homeschooled. And her, her dad and mom both signed the papers so that she could get married as soon as she no. turned 14. Nope. It's truth. Uh, it was in Georgia. Oh, my goodness. A friend of mine in Georgia. Yep. Him and his wife. They had, they got, well, I don't know how many kids they got now, but they had six by the time I graduated high school. I am not even Good kidding. Night. I'm not even kidding. Anyway. Hi, James and John. This is Hope. And I have a story from you about the first time I watched Star Wars. To preface the story, I was very sheltered as a homeschooler growing up, and I wasn't very exposed to pop culture until I was older. I know what what that feels like, because I remember when my mom put me back in a public school, and the kids would be talking about Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I thought they were saying Uh. something (laughs) dirty. (laughs) Cause, I, <laughs> because the word. Yeah, Pee Wee sounded like a, 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 what a kid would call his dingle-doo. So, I don't know. Mm, anyway, right. It did. And I, I was for sure that I could not watch something called Pee Wee's Playhouse. Because that sounded like... It's very like, risky. Yeah. You can't it, sounded, it sounded very R-rated, which I didn't even know what that was either. So, anyway, um, when I was about 13 or 14, I finally got married. For the first time. No, it didn't say what? that. What? I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> it's about 13 or 14. I finally watched Star Wars for the first time. For the past year or two, my parents had started to let me watch more adult films, in quotes, adult films. Mm-hmm. Adult, yeah. <laughs> so that's grown what it up, would maybe. be. That's yeah. Yeah, because adult films are something else, and we don't talk about those on this show. No, we don't. (laughs) So I became very interested in sci-fi and superhero movies, so I decided to watch Star Wars. Now, like I mentioned, I was very sheltered. I'm not complaining. I'm very grateful for my upbringing, and and now I'm a much smarter adult for it. That's what they think, but they don't know. They don't know. Um, so I so I knew next to nothing about the story, the characters, or their relationships. I will wow. say that that is amazing. I would give money to be able to erase my mind of all of Star Wars, if only just to be able to start over and see it fresh yeah. again. That'd be cool. That would be so cool. So that's why that's why this story's in the show because it it's got so much innocence in it, and it has to do with Star Wars. So I watched Episode Four. And I absolutely loved it. So I promptly rented episode five. She even did it in the right order. So hallelujah. Good, yes. Yeah. That's that's the worst thing is when I hear new people are watching Star Wars and they don't know anything about Star Wars. So they start with episode one. And it's like, no, you could skip one, two, and three forever if you want. And it really doesn't change anything. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It brings nothing to the table uh, except for C-3PO's origin story, which is horrible. So, uh, yes. What do you mean naked? Uh, I watched episode four. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Uh, I promptly rented episode five. It gets to the iconic scene of Luke dangling for his life in that weird air shaft. It's, yeah. it's the only place that people in star Wars die is in bottomless pits. So yeah, right. whenever you see one, that's when you know, somebody's going to die soon. So my mom comes running into the room. (laughs) She sits next to me. And I thought it was a little weird, but I was too enthralled to really question her actions. And then the moment happened. Darth Vader says, no, I am your father. And I full on lose it. (laughs) I was so sheltered. I had never heard that line before. And I had absolutely no idea what was happening. See, this is what I'm jealous of. That moment right there to have that again. I was the oldest person in the United States to still not know that Darth Vader was Luke's (laughs) father. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) As I'm screaming at the television, absolutely horrified, my mother is falling on the floor laughing at me because she knew I would have a visceral reaction and she wanted to see me flip out. After a few minutes, I was able to start functioning like a human being again. Let's just say I had a very similar reaction in episode six. Thanks for reading my story. You guys are getting me through the (laughs) coronavirus thing in isolation from all my friends. Hope Mm. Trinkler. You are welcome, Hope. That's what I hope is happening for so many people. That's me too. Yes. But the numbers numbers don't lie, though. We're getting less downloads. Hmm. Yeah. Nobody's commuting anymore. It's, it's exactly right. They're not doing, um, they're not working like, like they're boring jobs and they're not, uh, commuting. And so the, the downloads are a little low and it's okay. People are telling me they're going to catch up. So it's all right. It's, you know, they're going to have a lot of time coming up here perhaps. And, you know, just to say, you're going to probably get tired of watching TV. Yeah. And you're going to be like, I think I'm going to listen to a radio show. That's right. Like that story show. Just remember when you're hanging around the house 
and you got something that you can fix, a DIY thing, just plug in your earphones and listen to us. It's not that going to hurt nobody. Unless you're a homeschooler and then you're offended because I said that you'd get married at 14. So. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but you know, John apologizes for me. I was homeschooled too. So <laughs> I, I was too for a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And my kids are both homeschooled, right, James? That's, uh, everybody in America is homeschooled right now. Whoa. That's right. That is, oh my goodness. We got so much material. It's crazy. We could just we need to hear quarantine stories. <laughs> so send them in, guys. Here we go. That is the end of this show. But do you have a story that you could send in? How about one about a haunted keychain? Do you have anything about pulling your pants on backwards? How about I seeing do. Star Wars for the first time in your teenage years and freaking out? I don't know. Whatever you've got, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address and we'll get one out to you. That's short. That story show.com is the website. Review us on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to us. Cause we like those. And thanks to our yeah. patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Yanu Streespec, and Kerry Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today, including that new patron-only podcast called Stories That Will Never Be on the Show. You can sign up at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, just think, hey, that belongs on That Story Show. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. I'll see you in a couple seconds so we can record some bonus content. Ooh, goody, goody. All right. I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my night. I, I know dinner's cooking. Mm. It's uh, in I a crock pot. Cook. So yeah, That works, too. I don't understand the word crock, though. That's a crock. I always confuse right. that those two things together. and I always think whatever's coming out is going to be gross. Hmm. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.